Hey, welcome to ARC 101. I'm Tanner. I'm Tucker. And I'm Andrew. And uh, yeah, we're your three hosts. Uh, we decided to start trying a podcast. Um, so we want to start a podcast uh, that kind of just uh, showed people into the life of either an architecture student and uh, studio life. So this podcast is for either students looking into going into architecture, people who are already in architecture or just interested in it in general, uh, even for the professionals out there who are wanting to get a glimpse into what studio life is like now from when mm -hmm. they were in or just kind of reminisce of what studio life is like. And then we're going to do some more things along with that. Anything else? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about all those things as well as just like architecture in general, like, you know, our thoughts on maybe different projects that we're looking at or um you know some opinions that we might have as well um you know so we'll be looking at things outside of studio as well um that maybe was brought up in a daily conversation sometime or like you know something that we're interested in that we want to talk more about yeah um and do you have anything more to add yeah don't be surprised if we go on a half hour rant about toilets <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> Andrew, funny story. Andrew and I did that on the way up to Grand Forks to the Parrots K one one day. Uh, how how did that happen? Well, so we we were talking about you know the whole um, uh, you know being inclusive on genders with bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah, and so we were just talking about toilets and like how we would like maybe accommodate that in the future. Like like what would be the best way to to kind of include everybody, you know, in that. And we just tossed around so many different ideas where like, nah, just be best to have like, you know, men's, women's and family or whatever, you know. <laughs> after your half hour of trying to right, solve exactly. this. We're just like, nothing's yeah, we, gonna work because, you know, what do you what would you say, Andrew? It, yeah, we just kind of went back right to pretty much where we're at. Right. Yep. We got because cause majority of the people I think are gonna be in that men's or women's category and then you know to accommodate those who who don't identify that um that that gender neutral bathroom or that family bathroom mm -hmm. you know maybe maybe it's just needed to be renamed to uh to a gender neutral bathroom instead of a family right bathroom. Yeah, yeah maybe it's just a name change that we need. yep and i think that would honestly i mean in my opinion would make it at least a little bit better you know, have a, yeah. just a gender neutral specific bathroom if um, whoever it is isn't comfortable with going in e either of the other ones. So, well, something as simple as that would make someone feel so included and like instead of excluded, I'm sure, with right, something right. as simple as that name change is yeah. a game changer. Yeah, because the problem that we ran into is like we're trying to include, you know, whichever gender into this bathroom situation, but there's so many different factors that you have to think about when it comes to that. Yes. So um, that's an example of a random conversation that we have that doesn't necessarily have to do with architecture, but in a way it could. It's design right. and it's it's right. cons consideration to the public, right? Yep. And like that's yep. what architecture is about. Exactly. I, I thought you guys went a completely different way with that. I was, no, I, was... I mean, we could just talk about like toilet models for an hour as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew we, and I are we weird like that, that where we can literally ramble on about anything that we See, come up with <laughs> still that's completely different route than what i thought you guys were talking about yeah I right thought you were, like 
toilet or like bad bathroom stories oh like God, situations no. which i'm like dude i've got know. like 30 of those i could like start every podcast <laughs> <laughs> the bad toilet story oh yeah, we, oh, yeah. We, can, we can start every podcast with toilet talk yeah oh. toilet talk <laughs> do you want me to give you one quick story of what i did that's just hilarious let's do it okay <laughs> It's my favorite. Bad, we'll cut it out. Later. Yeah, it's my favorite, <laughs> it's my favorite bathroom story. So, oh God, all right. My buddy and I were in the mall in high school. Had to use the bathroom. Went to Macy's. Right, that's where you'd go. So he's already in there. Uh, I go in and I sit in the the at the stall, and he, the urinal is literally like right on the other side of where the stall is. Right, and so he's sitting there, or sitting there. He's standing there peeing, and I'm at the stall. And I don't know when I went to high school. For some reason, it was a cool thing to take pictures of your poop after it was a good poop. <laughs> I remember that. It wasn't cool. It was just funny to send to your friends because you knew yes. it was gross. <laughs> yes. yes, that's a better way. It wasn't cool. Yeah. So I had a great poop, I guess, and I took a picture. And <laughs> and I grabbed my phone and go, Dustin, check this out. And I put my hand under the stall right between his legs. And I look, I go, those aren't Dustin's shoes. And put what? my hand back. <laughs> And my buddy is at the sink washing his hands, and he said the guy literally looks down and just has the most disgusted face. Oh <laughs> and he looks, he like looks down, looks over at Dustin, and my buddy just like leaves the room and just busts out laughing. And I'm just like that in the stall, so funny. Just, like, I can't leave oh until God. I hear this guy leave. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I wasn't embarrassed because he didn't see who I was, but I'm sure True. my buddy was, and I'm sure he felt Made pretty sure awkward. Made sure to stay in the stall until he left. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. So that's the route I thought you guys were going to go, which I'm like, I'm there. Oh, bathroom story. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, no. We were literally talking about toilets. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Makes I sense. Had, I had one. I had one. I was sitting in the stall, and this little kid comes up. And he sticks his eye like right in the crack <laughs> of that, you know, like yes. in between. Yeah, yeah, he sticks his eye like right in there and he's looking at me. Oh, no. And I'm That's sitting there so like, weird. dude, what the hell? <laughs> Bro, away, kid. <laughs> I had that like same thing kid? happen to me. Yeah, it was, he was probably like five. Was this like recent or? <laughs> No, this was a while ago. Oh, okay. I had that happen so to me when I, yeah, when I was in middle school. Oh. I was at Space Aliens, and some kid was, like, looking through. <laughs> Except I got mad, so I smacked the door, and the kid, like, jumped back, <laughs> and the door flung open, and I closed it back. <laughs> <laughs> I had friends in high school that, like, some of our stalls were broken, so they'd just open it and then leave. Oh, <laughs> like seriously, man. So I'd like get up, suck. <laughs> or like no, they were far enough away where I couldn't like kick it closed or anything. I had... sometimes I'd just like sit there like this, you know, just with my hand on the door to make sure nobody did anything. <laughs> I, one more quick one that reminded me. Uh, yeah, we're getting a little bit off. Topic, we are. We but... said we'll go on. Like we can go on tangents. Yeah, it's toilet talk. One, yeah. This is our segment called Toilet Talk, just for those of you who are wondering. <laughs> I uh, was at Hoo Hot, and oh, uh, I was on a, we were on a double date, my wife and I, and a couple of our friends. And I was, I was in the bathroom. I was in there for a while, too long, because apparently the motion sensor in the bathroom couldn't sense me oh, anymore. No. <laughs> and so <laughs> it turns <laughs> off, and I'm like 
trying to move my arms and flail about in the stall to get the sensor light to turn back on because it's just pitch black. Yeah. It won't turn on for anything. Jeez. I'm like, crap. So I text my buddy who's out there. I'm like, can you come in here so the light turns back on? Hey, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like a, a nice poop in the dark doesn't sound bad to me. Oh, well, yeah, until you need you to know, leave. Once, <laughs> <laughs> once you're done, when you stand up, they'll turn back on, right? <laughs> I suppose. But so I got to the point where all of a sudden someone opens the door and the light turns back on. And I realized it's not my buddy. So it's these two guys that are in there and they're like chatting and stuff. And because the light was off, they have no idea that anyone was in the bathroom. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, no. and I had to sneeze so bad. <laughs> so I sneezed and they were like, oh my gosh. I just freaked out and jumped. They had no idea that anyone was That's in there. Funny. Yeah. Like, oh my God, someone's in here. <laughs> so again, I, I sorry guys. Yeah. Excuse me. The conversation wasn't that weird, I promise. <laughs> Yeah, it was awkward. Anyways. Okay. <clears throat> well, we should do um some maybe some backstories. Yeah, that sounds of, good. Of uh, how we got to where we're at right now. Um, because I know each one of us, it was kind of a long road until we figured out we wanted to do architecture <laughs> and actually join the architecture program. So for anybody that doesn't know, we're all pretty pretty old for being in program for at least like a third student but yeah i mean i'm uh, bald so yeah <laughs> tanner why don't you start we'll go uh oldest to youngest here <laughs> oh, <there laughs> it is. save the best for first okay um exactly <laughs> yeah so for me um after i graduated high school i graduated high school in 2009 and um i just where are you from <laughs> so i'm from bismarck north dakota uh i went to high school there originally from grand forest north dakota but yeah i went to high school in bismarck north dakota and um when i graduated all throughout high school i knew that i wanted to you know be in architecture but i just wasn't a good student i could care less about school yeah. so i was like you know if i go into architecture there's like so much that. math like that's what everyone said like there's too much math if, if this like if you don't like math don't go to architecture honestly depends on where you go to and that's exactly it. like because you know at ndsu north coast uh, state university in fargo that's not the case at least it hasn't been for us mm -hmm. but you know that scared me away from architecture right, right so i was like well i'll just start working so i worked in sales for 10 years so i was in electrical sales for seven years and then car sales for three years um during that time i met my now wife um and we got married in uh, 2015, and we have hey. <laughs> and we have a golden retriever named Monty. We love Shanna and Monty, by the way. They're yeah. both amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're my favorite. And... They're our favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> what am I? <laughs> Second favorite. Yeah, I'll take it. It's understandable. It's, I'm up against Shanna, so yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. Um. Yeah, so we have a house. We live in in Grand Forks, and when I was in car sales, I got to a point where I was just like, you know, I really like. And nothing against car salesmen and car salespeople out there. Um, it was really fun. I loved it. But for me, I was just like, you know, I don't want to be a car salesperson for the rest of my life. And my wife challenged me to kind of like think more about, you know, what would you really want to do? It's like, mm -hmm. And I was so close off to school because I'm like, I'm debt free. We're yep. married. I don't want to yep. bring more debt. And she's like, just let yourself dream. So I did. And I landed on architecture. And so we decided to make it work. And um, I got into the architecture program in 20... 
2018? Yeah, 2018. And so... Is it really 2018? Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I can't believe that. Yeah. So yeah, All 2018. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I've been doing that f- since then. It's been awesome. I commute an hour <laughs> back and forth until... All this COVID stuff happened, and actually, it works out well for me because I can work from makes home. Makes it a and, little bit easier for you. Then. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Man, you're commuting. Last year, he would come to class every day, drive from Grand Forks, which is at least 45 minute drive. It's an hour drive. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an hour. And uh, just, I'm just like, dude, I live two blocks away, and I can barely get out of my house and come here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the like, you know. Like crunch time, the like last yeah. week before a project was due. Yeah, I would like s- sleep in the studio. I think our first project we had in our second year, yeah. I got f- was it five or seven hours of sleep in five days total. <laughs> wow. I couldn't. That sounds about right though. Yeah, I couldn't remember my code for my garage. I had to yeah. call my wife. And be like, oh. what's our code? I can't do that. Jeez, that yeah. first project. Yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of time on the model. That's what really mm-hmm. kept me up that last week. But. um yeah, so that's me. That's so that's my story. architecture so far. Like what I think of it so far. Yeah. I love it. Like yeah. I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, best decision I made, other than marrying Shanna. Um, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 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 Best that career move. <laughs> by far the best decision yes. you ever made. <laughs> for sure, the best career move I've ever made. Um, it was scary at first because I'm like, you know, at the time I was 28 years old. And I'm like, man, can I go back to? Can I go? back to school go to school for the first time at 28 like it's you know i'm too old it just doesn't work and i had a buddy who went to school to be an anesthesiologist at 38 so he's like if i can do that you can do this and yeah and for me it's such a different you're you're 30 now right 30 now yeah i turned 31 in march yep um and yeah like it's a completely different perspective being older and being you know married having family I look at it more like a career. And so it's just like I'm very driven by that. Right. Um, but I love architecture school. Um, and it's been really, really fun. Great professors, um, great classmates, and like creating awesome friendships from it. Yeah. And this, but this, uh, this year going into junior year, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it is definitely ramping up. <laughs> yeah. Big time. So, yeah. But, so, uh... yeah. Don't regret it at all. If anyone is on the fence whether or not to do it, I'd say go for it. Yeah, definitely. I would totally agree with him on that. Yep. Um, all right, Andrew, why don't you give a little bit of your story then? Yeah, second oldest. Second oldest. And Andrew, how old are you? I am... Oh, uh, shit. How old am I? 27. That's how old I am. How did that take you that long? <laughs> I already I knew it before I even answered <laughs> asked the question. I don't I don't keep track of that. All right, anymore. Andrew's 27. <laughs> no. You were 25 when you started the program, correct? Correct. Yep. So Tanner was 28. Yeah. <clears throat> Andrew was 25. Yep. And I was so, 23 when we started. <laughs> I uh, I graduated high school in 2011. I went to the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks for six years and got a four-year bachelor degree um i switched my majors i switched my major probably six or seven times while i was there um started out chemical engineering and that lasted about two weeks and then (laughs) 
uh, switched to mechanical engineering, which lasted about another two weeks. <laughs> um, and then I, I jumped around from criminal justice to physical education to uh, general studies. And then I finally landed on industrial technology. Um, and industrial technology is. is is like process engineering. Uh, we're we're not engineers, but it's a it's it's a derivative of it. Um, sure. So, yeah, the, I, I'm I'm I was educated to think about how things go through their process, and um, I can talk later about how that translates into architecture, but. Uh, I when when I chose industrial technology, I really wanted to go an architecture route, whether it was architecture itself or architectural drafting. Um, not landscape. Not landscape. No, no landscape for me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Landscape architects are great. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of friends. We, we just don't we talk to need them. you guys. We yes, need we need landscape guys. architects. <laughs> don't like. Don't get me wrong. You guys do great work. Yes. Um, I just would rather not be a landscape architect. It's yeah. not my calling. I'm not yeah. good at it. It's not my calling. Not my call. Yeah. I think I could be decent at it, but I I just like, yeah. All the respect for you structures guys. Structures more. So. Yeah, I can't do it. I know Absolutely. it's a lot of hard work because I know plenty of landscape architects. So. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Maybe we'll have him on someday. <laughs> uh, I I was in a relationship that was in Grand Forks. She needed to be there. Um, that ended, and I got the opportunity to move to Fargo and take on architecture and. So I did. I, I in between then, in between graduating from UND and and going to NDSU, um, I worked for an engineering firm in Grand Forks, and I did a lot of uh, construction observation and inspection. Um, the engineering firm's kind of main focus was uh, for septic waste infrastructure. Um, so a lot of a lot of laying pipe in the ground. So toilets. Toilets, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we know so much about toilets. My life, <laughs> my life revolves around poop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And that's that's how I got to architecture. Is It was kind of a, a really a really crappy situation, but uh, turned it no into a good... No pun intended, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> It is again. Sorry, it is just so <laughs> It's so easy. It's so easy. Uh, I was yeah. thinking it. <laughs> yeah. C- crappy situation that turned into a good opportunity. And, yep. um, you know, I, I, I went through a lot of crap through that, you know, that relationship. And looking back now and what I've got now and, and where I'm at now, I don't think I would change a thing. Um, yeah. You know, good. good friends like you guys, and oh, and thank you. <laughs> doing what I love with architecture, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think I would change. And how's how's uh, your experience with the program been so far? Um, well, we're not going to call anybody out here. <laughs> no, because we're not <laughs> no. doing that. We yeah, about but this. Uh, <laughs> but if, uh, if she's listening, she knows who she is. Um, <laughs> It's, well, it we was do. really 
it, it's it's really good. I I absolutely love the love the architecture program. I love the professors, um, except for the one that told me that I should for think about part. construction management. <laughs> They're honestly all great, and they have yeah. No matter who it is, like you'll you're gonna butt heads with people. That's just how it is, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You're you're you know, not gonna love everybody, and right. everybody's not gonna love you. But not saying like she's definitely qualified for the job she's doing. There's just some, absolutely she some is. differences, you know, opinionated differences. Yep. I think mostly and, for you it was creatively, wasn't it? Right. For sure. Yeah. She. Yep. She. Andrew just dirt. has a different way of thinking of things and doing things, and she didn't yep. necessarily agree with it. So yep. that's that's and where that was. Just just to to warn you, as soon as Andrew says it. We're gonna get a lot of backlash. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but go ahead and say it. <laughs> uh, she told me that I should go into construction management, and uh, I, I don't know that that was just not like it wasn't really her place. I, I wasn't asking for her advice. I didn't ask on her career, on choice. career choices. Yeah. On career choices, and she did that well, with a few a lot people. Of people. I, I she honestly, did, yeah. she should have, but yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it just wasn't here nor there. They're all still in the architecture program, and I think they should still be. So, yeah, Uh, yeah. I again, uh, opinion thing. We all have different strengths, right? Yeah. And and honestly, if that's a problem with her personally, because she was fine with me, but same. If if that's the only problem that I run into in the architecture program, I think we're doing really well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 So. Definitely, yeah. And it wasn't really even that big of a problem. It was just kind of a yeah. It's just really a, like a why creative you process, right? Yeah. Yep. But anyways, um, so go ahead, Tucker. Oh yeah, it's my turn. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm from Fargo, North Dakota. Here, born and raised. Um, I graduated in 2014, and I actually joined the Air National Guard. And so I took a year after high school to do all of my training for that. Um, came back. I started at NDSU. Um, I started with business administration, actually, my first year. Decided that wasn't necessarily for me because I did a few of those classes. I'm like, this is just going to be boring for me. I mean, like both of my parents, they're bus- they both work at Microsoft, business people, whatever. They love their jobs, and I honestly could see why they love their jobs. And if I did stick out with business, I could probably definitely find something that I would like. Uh, but at the time, I was like, nah. Um, and then second year, um, I actually did elementary education because I was recommended to do that by a lot of my family members because I'm so good with children. And uh, all that's, the girls that are listening go, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, weird, um that weird flex, that, but okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um but uh that set that sat fine with me for for the year that I did it. Um and you know, I was thinking about going into special education uh because my uncle is mentally handicapped and I kind of was a little more drawn to that side of it. So um and after that second year, I actually got deployed. Um, so I took that next year off as well. Um, I was gone for seven, eight months total. Got back in January, February of 2018. Um, and then I actually started working at an elementary school here in West Fargo. 
and uh, did that for a couple months as a special education para uh, substitute, a long-term substitute, because the uh, the lady I was replacing had just had a baby, so she was on maternity leave, and so it was a weird, a weird uh, job opportunity that I got because I had no, I never thought I was going to get that job. I had no experience. One year in the, you know. In the teaching program at NDSU, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get this job. I'm just going to apply for it anyway. And somehow I got it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? <laughs> like, I've like never worked with kids at a school, so like, we don't know how this is going to go. Um, it went fine, and I, I did like it. I loved all my coworkers. You know, I still love kids. I didn't scare me away. I just, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. At the time, I just realized I was like, you know. I love kids. Like this is a good job, but this isn't really what I want to do for the rest of my life. I was like, I don't want to go to school, teach kids, deal with kids, come back home, deal with my own kids. Like it's <laughs> teaching is is a hard profession. Like, and you got to be a certain type of person to be to be able to do that. Like, Shanna's sure. a teacher. And, yeah, third grade. Yeah, um, and I I worked with all grades, so. And like um, I've like when I was working in um at the car dealership in sales, yeah, yeah. I would come and like teach like a a class on like local business and different things uh, for the students. It was through the uh, uh, school district. They had like a program oh, they sure. could do. That's cool. And uh, and so I would teach like for a month. So I go like once or twice a week. And man, yeah, like even that little bit, uh, it was fun. The kids are awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mr. Trozen and stuff. And like there's yeah, but man, I don't know how teachers can do that all day. Other than, you know, PE teachers, you've got me. Right. But <laughs> Honestly, like the biggest thing is establishing authority. That is because right off the bat, I had none. <laughs> like, I was coming in as a substitute. I was a lot younger. I was 20. I was 22 at the time. I was coming in. I was young. All these kids, like I'm, I'm obviously friendly. I do well with kids. So they all just thought I was someone fun to talk to or play with or whatever. And, you know, it was a little hard, uh, you know, later on in, while I was there, you know, I started establishing it a little bit more and they finally started to respect me. And a couple of teachers had to talk to their students, be like, Hey, he's a teacher. Like, <laughs> don't forget that. Like he's the but same he's as playing me with our Legos. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but, um, and you know, if I would have chosen elementary, I think I would have been fine with it and I would have been good. Yeah. But I just knew that there was still something in there. And so I'd actually always been interested in architecture since I was like 10. I actually got to visit the Frank Lloyd Wright school out in Arizona. Um, and that's kind of where it sparked my interest. First time their senior year, they go out and they literally design like a hut and live in it for like a semester really I'm like that is insane <laughs> so like there's so many different things you have to consider because it's like you living in this place yeah so you got to make all these design decisions you know to accommodate for like you know what you'll need and everything like that and i thought that was pretty crazy and frank lloyd wright has amazing designs so i yeah. saw all of those <laughs> um and yeah no it was crazy and so ever since then i've been interested in architecture and i actually didn't do it right away because i was kind of on tanner's boat where i'm like i'm not smart enough you know <laughs> <laughs> and 
<clears throat> at the time, you know, I, I've always been a decent student, but I, I've never really been that great at school. So uh, my first two years of school in college was actually not good at all. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was kind of tanking it a little bit. And so it, it actually took quite a bit of effort on my part when I did start architecture to really jack up my GPA again. And thankfully, I made it high enough to where I could actually make it into the program the first time. So and I, that's yeah. what I was worried about. Um, so my first year, I had a four. Nice. Um, not including the two years before. <laughs> <laughs> that year, I was a 4.0. <laughs> I think I was at like either a 3.0 or a 3.1 accumulative by the, <laughs> by the end of the first year and i was just you know amazed that i actually made it there <laughs> well you know and like i don't know what other architecture schools are like but at ndsu it's a competitive program very competitive yeah, yeah. and we so only like, accept 60 64 yeah mm-hmm. so, so like first year and it's all about your gpa <laughs> so we're all just like busting our butt trying to make sure we can get into this program yeah and uh, we had 120 ish yeah um, apply i think yeah, so we're half get in. Um, yeah, but the program so far has been amazing. Honestly, yeah. best decision I have ever made. Um, you know, it has definitely changed my life for the better, and I'm so glad that I found architecture and actually uh, took the leap and did it because, like, I would rather not. I would not rather be doing anything else. It's amazing. I have so much fun, and like, school is actually fun. Yeah, <laughs> and that's never been the case, right? Like, I've always been bad at school, but now you know I'm sitting pretty at a high 3.0 <laughs> average. So, like, which is weird for me, but <laughs> well, I know that's the same as like our professors literally tell us that if you sketch while listening to a lecture, it helps you remember things better. They're like, so yeah, sketch, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I used to get in trouble yeah. for doodling and doing that, right? And, right. you know, architecture is just such a different style of program. Like, oh, yeah. Sure, we have tests and stuff. Like, um, now we're getting more into that. Where, when, you know, when we had structures and uh, right now we have control systems and materials, materials. like stuff like that. Like, we, we do have tests, mm-hmm. but, like, this is stuff we're all interested in. And so it's, like, actually fun to learn about. Yeah. And you know, as far as our big classes, like studio, we're just working on a project. Like, that's not normal school. No. And so like my mind, I think is just catered perfectly for this because like, you know, some people are really good at school, math, you know, studying, whatever. I'm terrible. (laughs) So (laughs) it really has to be something I'm like extremely interested in or else you'll lose my attention immediately. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. And um, yeah, like studio uh, typically is, three days a week for like three hours or three and a half hours of like that yeah. each yeah. day. And so you have like nine hours of just like in your space working with all your, you know, your friends around and stuff. And well, not anymore, but usually. Yeah. Cause like Andrew, where are you currently at? So that's why. Uh, right now I am in Bismarck. Um, I am, I, I've got a job with the, with the North Dakota state lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am, I'm working. And going to school remotely. Yep. Yeah, and it, this year it's pretty much all remote. It's pretty much all remote. Like mm-hmm. we could, they're, they're doing a high flex system where you can choose to go to class 
and then they have like cameras displaying the professors or whatever. <clears throat> so you can still go to class for some of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. But, you know, nobody's really going because there's not much of a point. Like it's all online anyway. It's just like a large Zoom. It's like you're just sitting there right. watching a big screen Zoom. Yeah, you're just watching a screen in a classroom. Like what's the point going yeah. then? <laughs> like there's no benefit right now. So, um, and that's kind of where we're all sitting right now. Uh, studio is changing a little bit slowly yep. to where you can actually go to studio, but you only have certain days that you can go or you can sign up for different times to go to studio. Um, you know, we haven't really done that yet. Mostly because last week we tried. <laughs> yeah. But we the don't... desk setup is weird, and I don't think like, anybody uh, got the right memo because, like, our desks were taken. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and they weren't even, like, really our desks, like, where they're supposed to be. But, like, right. yeah. Yeah, sure. And so we were just, unwanted. like, trying to figure that out. And we were sitting there for, like, half an hour. Like, well, we don't even... Like, we think these are our desks, but there's some people's stuff on there yeah. so, <laughs> uh, so we just ended up not doing that and yeah and you know i mean honestly with how busy it is in third year right now because we we're ndsu is an accelerated program so you get your master's in five years yep so you know it's pretty busy but right now in third year with how busy it is honestly it's nice not having to go from classroom to classroom and like all these like right it's there's parts of it that working from home is kind of nice, except for studio. I miss studio. Yeah. Studio is the biggest one. Like I don't care if any of the other classes are online, mm -hmm. whatever, like do it online. But like studio is the big one where I think everybody's like really bummed about. Yeah. Because me <clears throat> personally, I love being in person. I love walking around, seeing like what other people are working on. And, you know, usually I just go up and talk to someone and ask them about their project. And then yeah. a lot of the times, like, they'll ask me a question. They're like, oh, like, what do you think about this? And I'll give them my opinion. I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I, I love doing that. And, you know, same for other people. People will come up to my desk and be like, oh, like, show me your project. And I was like, okay, yeah. And I'll run them through it. And I'll be like, you know, you know, I have this one thing that I'm not really sure about. Like, maybe you can point it out for me or a lot of the times I'll actually ask you or Andrew yeah. directly, but you know, if someone <laughs> right. comes up, I'll just, you know, ask them as well, just for another input, you know? So. Well, it's um, that's nice the biggest too. thing about studios. It's so interactive. Mm -hmm. And like, even with your professors, like they'll be walking around and, you know, you can get direct feedback from them right there. And yeah. it's a lot harder now. So it is. And what's nice too, is when you're in studio, is you always have someone around that may know a program better than you that you can definitely, ask definitely, questions yep, to. Yep. That's huge. And it's like, so much harder now. Tanner and Ian, you guys are pretty good at Revit. Uh, like me, it's SketchUp, gotcha. which I need to change. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a lot, of, a lot of questions from people about SketchUp, though. Yeah. And I helped a lot of people with it. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely need to dive into Revit more. And I know that. So, <laughs> and like, yeah, like for me, I need to dive in more to Rhino. In that too. Yep. Yeah. But then, like, Andrew, you, like, you're our go to for like Inventor and things like that too. Like, yeah, I'd, you know, those, those programs aren't very helpful in the architecture setting. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they are helpful in, in certain situations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In, in some situations. What, what really helps is, we're trying to build you up here, Andrew. Take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We're really I'm getting helped. there. <laughs> a lot okay. of the, a lot of the, uh, 
like the functions in like Rhino, for instance, like like a sweep function in Rhino is also called the sweep in uh, in in Inventor. Sure. Uh, so yeah. just like no one would ever know what a sweep function would do. Yeah, now that I think about it, it, Rhino and Inventor are decently similar. They're, I mean, they're obviously pretty there are differences, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, some basics are are pretty similar. Because I've used Inventor a minimal amount, like same here and there, for, mostly for like three D model projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I used Inventor for my first year um, model. Yeah, yeah, I was jealous. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Was a nightmare to figure out because I I three D printed my whole model. Well, you and Andrew <laughs> were the three D printing machines first year, and I'm like, I don't have to do everything by hand. You guys are three D yeah. printing stuff, and then I find out that they have three D printers that they purchase and at their home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sorry, that was the first project for second year, not first year. Well, first year you guys yeah. did use three D printers. I mean, Andrew yeah. made us a dome. Yep. 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 I Andrew I've actually did. got. I, I don't think there was a single project during first year. The camera's going on the fritz again. There, there we go. go. There you go. <laughs> I don't think there's a single project from the first year that I could use a 3D printer and I didn't use a 3D printer. <laughs> right. I think, no, yeah. I think there was everything. So one of them that, that like I really kind of made up <laughs> a way to use my 3D printer was... Uh, when we did our little cube project and we had to right. assemble these cubes and make a space. Yep. Um, Cheater. <laughs> and then, no, 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 I did that. I did that. And you did it out of you, wood cubes, right? I did yeah. it. I used the wood cubes. Yep. Uh, okay. And mine got a ton of praise because I filled in the cracks with wood fill. I sanded the shit hey, out I of it. I did it too. <laughs> And I painted it like six. You sanded times. it way better than I did, though. I, mine's <laughs> I did. Still, mine's I did here. a ton of post processing on that. Yeah. Um, but then we needed to scale it up, and uh, I I had built it out of like I, I kind of framed out the whole thing, almost like if you were building a house, you frame it out first. Yep. And then I three D printed my walls oh yeah you you 3d printed those panels on there i remember that yep yep yeah and And, that uh, that saved me a ton of time and it helped because you did that rather than using the wood right correct or whatever it was yeah we were using instead of making the cuts and Mm -hmm. yeah so yours was just a a white well no so he had the sticks he had the frame all the framing Uh... but then uh for the flat surfaces he used 3d printed Interesting panels, uh, yeah, materials, nice. yeah, panels. Did you have um, HF for that project? <laughs> uh, I had. No, we had uh... the guy. No, Not no, no. That, that was wasn't... that was her. Okay, yeah. that was second semester. No, it was first semester. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, oh, the it was, cube was second semester, was, wasn't it? It was second semester. Really? Yeah. It was like we were the, the first we were project. Well, first semester was pretty much all drawing. We didn't do any mod. Oh, that's true. And I forgot because you guys were you were in we were in the same studio second semester. That's how yes. we met. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember that one though. I don't know why. I remember it. Mine had yeah. moving parts. That's right. We were all just like <laughs> your second year project or second semester projects first year. 
were like mind blowing to us. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're like, pavilion, oh, right? What cool thing is Tanner gonna do this time? Like, show us all up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my pavilion. Yeah, well, the, or the was... continual delay, right? Is that yeah the continual delay project? We had to hide like a eighteen foot two by four from. Oh, dude, I hated my continual delay project. <laughs> Isn't that I remember the, one... the uh called oh, the pavilion was the one with the star. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yep. <clears throat> yep. And we were all like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, basically how, what how was it again? Well, why don't you describe it? So basically the pavilion, as you'd approach it, you'd be approaching it coming it's kind of like in a bowl. So you'd be coming mm-hmm. down a hill. And when you're coming down, as you see the pavilion, you actually are seeing it the roof, it looks like a star. And then from uh a plan view looking down it looks like a star and then as you, like you go in there and uh it's kind of interactive so as you go down there's actually it's on a mound and it's cut out inside so as you go down under the pavilion uh there's actually a flag that there's like a, a grate above you and when the sun shines the right way the shadow is the united states flag yeah and it was called like uh <laughs> like Patriot Pavilion or whatever, yeah, or something like something that. Like that yeah. And it was like you'd learn about the original thirteen colonies and things like that. And it was just it played just with ridiculous, like way over the top from anybody else. And then <laughs> yeah. everybody else literally just slapped on a structure, and they're like, "Cool," <laughs> you know. Because the shadow even like cast. Yeah, like a star and, and we're all like watching his presentation. We're like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Like, <laughs> and then what is happening? <laughs> And then as soon as I'm, I had a door that was a, like a sliding door on it. That's yeah. like, as yeah. soon as I did that, everyone a was like, functional <gasps> sliding door on his model, by the way. And we're like, come on, man. <laughs> Needless to say, he got an A on that project, but yeah, I did. I, did. I think I put I, up a good fight. I think I put up a good fight with my lighting. That, that, I, that was yeah. the one, like the, the puzzle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So yep. mine, that was cool. mine, I did a, uh, the the idea was like a, a semi-translucent bulb that was in the shape of an LED, and then this two by four would come. Yeah, that was your down. final project, right? Yeah, it was. Oh the, yeah, yeah. That oh, was the, it wasn't. He the was pavilion. talking about his pavilion project. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, you can still describe it if you want. So <laughs> okay, so it was the the two by four had to come down through this bulb. And and the the idea of the project was that you couldn't see all of the two by four from any one angle. Continual yep. delay. Continual delay. Um, so the the two by four came down and it looked like a lead on an LED. Um, and then I had put LEDs inside, and then you can see them light up through this tra- a semi translucent bulb. So it was like the LED was lighting up. Yep. Um, and there was a puzzle to get inside. So you had to solve this puzzle and it was a little circuitry puzzle. Um, so you had to connect the paths in the right way. Otherwise it wouldn't, it would either show red or orange, which meant you were close. And then green meant you had it figured out. Um, and the idea was that once you had that path figured out the door to the, to this bulb would unlock and then you could go in and see the rest of this two by four. Um, yours was, I, yours yeah. was very creative. Like, it was when I saw that I was like, dang, 
<laughs> everything up himself. I'm like, like I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I needed to step up my game from your after seeing Tanner's pavilion. After seeing Tanner's because that was the second yeah. to last project, I think. That's right. It was. Yeah. Yep, it was. Because uh, we had three. Was it? Mm-hmm. I think it was three total. It was the the cubes pavilion, and then and the, and then the final. And I wanted to. <clears throat> she wouldn't let me. But for the continued delay, I I bought a pump, a water pump. And I was gonna set it up so we're like this actually like it's for a fountain that you oh, like use wow. outdoors. Mine mine had a fountain or uh it was a water wall kind of well and that's what I, I was gonna yeah. use real water. Not and- a functional one. <laughs> <laughs> Just painted on it was blue paint. <laughs> that was cool though. Yeah. Well that's the thing is she she scratched like or she was like, Nope, can't do that. And I don't think she knew I was gonna use real water because I was going to direct the path so it like would you sure. continue delay? She's sure. like, Water's too easy. I'm like what is it? What is, what it? is it? Yeah. Yeah. But I, real water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used real water? Yeah. Like so needless to say, first year, all of these guys had better projects than mine. Mine were no. simple. <laughs> mine looked yeah, like the Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Except crooked. <laughs> it's like the lean tower of the Washington Monument. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, say... I, I liked mine. Yeah, I wouldn't say ours were better. They they were no, definitely no. they were very ex- they were extremely different. Yeah. yeah, all of our projects were extremely. Different. And somehow, like for my pavilion, like she really liked it, and I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't think it was that great. Well, but what I mean, like when I when I like yeah, described when I described the process of like how I came up with the shape, it was so like detailed because. I changed oh, it so I remember. Times. Yes. Yep. I remember. So that. I, I remember took it like from a plan now. view is what I did from top down. And I just did sketches of like boxes, and like rearranging the boxes and stuff like that. And then <clears throat> kind of what I did was like try and split them up different ways. And so I just kind of drew lines to try and split these boxes up whichever way I wanted to really. And my original idea was i was gonna have the pavilion like integrated in the land then i kind of just decided it quite worked the way i wanted it to and so i came up with that split them how i wanted to then i cut out these pieces from the wood and i was like well now i have all these different pieces and i was like okay i'm just gonna layer them different heights and then i actually angled them in and out and like different things like that and then the siding for the pavilion was all just like wood slats. So it was kind of, and I made it like really tall to scale wise, tall scale wise to kind of like, I kind of like tied it into, you know, the old uh, like Greek coliseums and stuff mm. like that with almost like pillar, a field of pillars. Obviously they're wood, wood slats, but um, just how tall they were and like, you know, all the different like pillar type deals walking yep, in. The like, columns. And during my presentation, I think I described like, I love when you just like walk into a structure or like a building and you just look up. Yeah. Like, you know, just, just super tall. I love tall, like, so my apartment right now is actually a 13 foot high ceilings. And so I love it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you run into walls a lot though. You're always looking up. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, because face like, looks the way it does. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
my face isn't bad. <laughs> you said I can't talk poorly about other people. You never you can't said talk, okay, can't. you can talk poorly about me. I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like when I visited Europe, I would just think about that, you know, just these extremely tall, yeah. you know, you know, you walk into a church or you walk Yes, in those cathedrals. The, yeah, the cathedrals is just insane. And you look up, you're like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and like, that's what I wanted to do. So I made it like 20 feet tall or some ridiculous number. No, no, it was, it was probably like 30. 30, I think it was 30 feet that. tall. And uh, <clears throat> so the way I orientated the roofs too, like, it didn't close off any part of it. So it was still open. It would shine light through different spots. And then the wood slats would shine, you know, a pattern of light across. So like during the day, it would just change at all times. And you're so. hearing us talk about all the light. It, it was a daylight pavilion. So we had to do stuff with exactly uh, yep. shadows, yeah, manipulating yep. light, indirect and direct. Yeah. Yep. It was exactly. Fun. And, you know, I think I just explained it really well. And that's why she ended up liking it. Sure. Um, but yep. Oh, it's another thing too. If you ever get a question from a professor or from a classmate that's like, you know, why'd you do this in your design? And you're like, you know, honestly, I have no idea why I did this. I just did it. If you can find a good don't way say if, that. If, no, no. <laughs> no, no, you gotta you gotta learn how to pull BS. it out of your butt. If Promise you, it'll work. No. <laughs> if you can BS well, oh yeah. Like I had that happen second year. We're presenting yeah, to definitely. fifth year, like the seniors and like in their masters. And they went through, and one of them was like, "Why did you decide to build your building all this material?" And I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, "No reason." <laughs> and like, I just thought it looked good. <laughs> I'm like, I liked it. So I was like, I really wanted to work with thermodynamics. So the reason I did this is because in the summer it feel cooler, and then winter it'll hold the heat and be warmer. She's like, "That is awesome. That was such a good design." I'm like, thank you. I know. I really thought this through. <laughs> and I was like, "Woo, that was close." <laughs> Honestly, it's so true. You can get away. Like, if, like, ideally, if you can, like, think through your yes. project and be like, okay, like, is someone going to ask this? Is someone going to ask that? And have an answer for it. But yes. obviously, there's going to be questions that come up that you're like, ah. <laughs> uh, and, like, just don't freak out. Just kind of think to yourself, I was like, why did I do that? Yeah. And you can just, right. like, elaborate more on it, not just like, oh, it looks good. Yeah, don't, you know? ever, don't <laughs> right. ever say, I don't know. Just don't like, ever say or, like, yeah. Don't say I don't know, and then you know just say you know don't say like oh it looks good or like and sometimes or sometimes like. that meeting comes later. Sometimes you can do mm -hmm. things just exactly. because you yeah. like them, and then later you can figure out like, why you like how them. yeah how, like because because right. there's something in that project that's meaningful to you, and when when you figure out why that is and sometimes it just takes that right question from somebody but when you figure it out it's like right oh, yeah like this this is why i wanted to do it so one of the one of the things that like uh last year when we had to do our um our shelters uh all three of us got assigned shelters for rape and abuse crisis uh, for the rape and abuse crisis center and um I, for some reason, I wanted a building that had a curve to it, and um, I needed to accommodate kind of a smaller space on the bottom, uh, so I kept it square on the bottom, and the building swept. I used the sweep function. <laughs> and you, you used Rhino for that? Uh, 
Yeah, just, I I think I did. Or the exterior, for, at least. I think I for some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that or I used Inventor, one of the two, and it was, honestly, it was probably Inventor. I feel like you did use Rhino. I don't know why I think, or maybe you tried it in Rhino. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But so the, the top of the building, uh, it it kind of it, it expanded out towards the front, and it kind of created a bowl. Um, kind of a bowl effect on the top, but it was square on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And like after looking at it for a while, like I realized that that they were kind of like angel wings, you know, protecting mm-hmm. over the people inside and then giving them mm-hmm. uh, a safe place to be. Um, yep. So sometimes, sometimes you do things and you're not really sure why. But later on, when it comes to you, it's like, oh. Yeah, like that's that's what was in my head this whole time. Yeah. I just didn't realize it. Yeah, definitely. And then like ideas like that come up all the time. Yeah. Like later on in your project. Like yeah. even for you know, for mine, the same project. Um I had a weird so what we wanted to do, it was a group project, and so on our site that we had, we wanted the uh the walking path going diagonally through the site. So it left me with a really weird shape to work with for my building. And so it was like a triangle. And <clears throat> I wanted it to, you know, make it a little more interesting than just a triangle. Because when you're walking outside, you're just going to see a flat wall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to look like a triangle. And so what I did was on each floor, I changed the size of the floor and the orientation to make it just a little more interesting. And it wasn't until... I was coming up with my presentation board. I was like, I need a name for this. <laughs> and so Andrew and I, like literally all night, was working on my project board uh, the night before. So it wasn't due the next day, thankfully. <laughs> we had planned it out a little bit better. Yeah, we did, we did manage Usually our time happy, better that one. I was happy we did it that way. And so um, I came up with the name Clean Slates because it looked like slates. You know, mm-hmm. just different layers. And the clean part came from Rape and Abuse Crisis Center. You know, people go there to try and forget about what happened, to try and start new. You know, um, when they leave there, hopefully they'll had find a place or somewhere to go. You know, yep. it's just like, you know, wiping the slate clean. And so that literally came up like the week of the presentation being like I had no, um, uh, no thought or intention of naming it something like that, but uh, that's it's completely true. I mean, you'll have ideas that come to you while you're making something, or all of a sudden it'll just something will just click and go, "This yeah. is why I need to do this," or "This is what Definitely. it needs to be called," or whatever it may be. But I personally hated my shelter. I hated it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I liked it. <laughs> I I don't know. It was just it was different. I wanted to try something a little different than what I've tried, and I mean, yeah. which I think is important, especially during school. Um, you're gonna have projects that you're not as big of fans of that you, yeah. and so for me, I wasn't a big fan of my my shelter. Mm-hmm. I hope the people that would live there would be. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I why don't you explain it for us, Tanner? Why don't explain your explain well, your? It was it's very, it's a very uh heavy building. So I wanted it to feel like it was a very secure and safe building, and so by doing that, I I wanted to the the front facade 
basically to look like it's all glass but to be very like tinted like either like kind of like a dark blue and then um so basically you can't see in on any of the windows you can't see into this building i mean like on the ground floor and everything you can't see into it but you can see out fine and then the front was actually these balconies that you could go out onto but they're fully enclosed so if you're someone that has gone through you know something like this and you're in a rape and abuse crisis center that you can go out onto your balcony and if you don't want to be you know out there for everyone to see you don't have to be but if you wanted to you could slide open these glass panels and then kind of have the outside feel and then there was a rooftop um green space where if you wanted to be actually outdoors but not be around really other people as much um you could go up there and feel safe and secure and so but it was just a very simple shape i mean it's just it was a very simple like i don't know it was just crazy enough for you huh i think that's what it is yeah like i feel like and sometimes like that's just how it works like there's not a whole like a lot of times like there's not a whole lot you can do uh with it you know yeah and like and that's the thing is i think that's where i think you really need to focus on like exterior and interior like um design i suppose yep if, I wanna... you, if your shape isn't what you want it to be like make well, it look nice and i know? think that's the thing is like with the exterior like what i tried doing with it like i tried some different things and you know maybe they're i i tried some different things with it and i think if i had implemented them better and done more with the design it could have worked um but it just seemed very out of place like you had the square building with the front that had this this uh kind of like can this almost like cantilever slash canopy that was like almost like in the shape of an f going over this building mm. and through through the building they like through the square but that was basically it the rest of the building didn't have much to it and yeah. so it just kind of was sure awkward sure so i want to clarify for something uh in case anybody's listening to this uh when when tanner said that uh he didn't want anybody to see into the building, even on the ground floor. Uh, the first thing you probably thought was, "Well, duh." Um, but <laughs> what what you missed, what you missed of the project is it was a mixed use project. Uh, yeah. So the ground yeah. floor was actually retail space. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for residents uh, to live in. As is that how you designed yours too? Was the main floor retail? I I designed my main floor like our build my building was completely separate from every other building. You had to have like it was secure access, yeah. and because of the kind of building it was, and how people would be coming and going there, that I designed the main floor not as a retail space but as, um, like like a community space for the people sure. in there. So yeah. like it had like a um like a cafe down there. Yep. Um, it had but a, only for the residents. It's only for place. the residents. It had yeah. like a gym. It had a, a counselor's office. It had a daycare. And sure. then it had, uh, um, yeah, like a kind of like a piano, like lounge kind of feel to it. And every person that worked there, whether they were at working as like um, a barista or whoever in the cafe, uh, everyone was a trained counselor that could help yeah, talk to people. That's so yeah, like and that was... that's how I designed mine too. Technically, we were supposed to have that main level be purely multi-use uh, for the public, but <clears throat> we. Tanner and I had the same idea. It was, yours was multi-use on the main floor, right? Yeah, yeah. My okay. my resident entrance and public entrances were separated. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so Tanner and I 
both kind of just went with the idea that this building is completely separate from everything else because we want these people to feel safe and feel, I mean, the way Andrew did it worked perfectly too. Yes. Um, yep. but j- that's just the thought that we had and we just decided to roll with it. Yep. Um, but yeah, like uh, my building that I designed only had one entrance um, and then secure access. Same. So, yep. One thing. Um, and that's really thing something that I want to. Yeah. Go, we'll go ahead and finish Tucker. Oh, and you know, with this project, that's all. There's a lot of considerations you have to take into account, especially for the building that we were designing. And yes. so there is a lot of time just thinking of like what we need to implement within these designs. Yes. Uh, that was a pretty challenging one. In my and especially opinion. it was right when we went to distance learning and we had to work yes. collaboratively yep. at a distance for the first time and everyone's trying to figure this out. And yeah, it was, uh, it was tricky, but you know, was. we did it. What yeah. were you going to say, Andrew? Uh, one thing that I really want to like emphasize with everybody who is thinking about going into architecture, who is already in architecture, um, you think about the process of how people use your building on how mm-hmm. people circulate through your building. I think it's something that's missed quite a bit. Um, there, it's there's, honestly there's, an art form. <laughs> yeah. There, well, there's, there's one example people... that, that I can think of. And again, I won't say any names, but um, they had the exact same project that we did. And so the, I think you, I know who you're talking about the entrance into this, you walked into kind of a reception area, which is fine. Great. Um, but then to like go into the resident part, you had to pass through like this screening area where they had hospital beds. Um, and then you had to go to the, through like the cafeteria. And then you finally got to the staircase that led up to the, it's just it's a like, bad layout. It, it was, it, it was did not work just, at all. It, it, you have to think about people's privacy in those situations that, that, uh, the screening room where these people are getting checked out, like if, if they're in there, these, like they, they don't want to be, they don't, they don't want that to be a, a public thing. They right. don't. Yeah. Right. What, well, and what's if you being think about it, about even in there, you know, the, it, it, it should be a very private thing. And so to have to go through that area to get to where you need to go to live you just have to really think about how people are affected by your design and and that process of, of how the people use your building is part of how it affects them. That's why people pay us. Well, not yet, but (laughs) (laughs) just think about those things. No, definitely. Andrew, like that's a, that is like literally one of the biggest things one of the biggest points that you really need to dive into for architecture, in my opinion, because the way that people use your space is very important because if you design a space that, that doesn't work well, that doesn't, you know, flow well or function well, nobody's going to want to use it. Right. Yeah. You can have the best looking building in the world, but if if it doesn't function, if it doesn't have good function to it, exactly. It's worthless. Yep. And uh, so, you know, like you said, it, that can, that can apply to anything really. That was just an example. Right. So like, you know, when you think about it, like <clears throat> let's say we designed an apart- apartment building instead, right? 
who's going to want to walk in on the main floor and have to go through like a cafe or a cafe cafeteria just to go up to their apartment. Yep. Right. <laughs> like yeah, that if, makes if you no sense. Right. By, right. If you walk by the cafeteria or by exactly. the cafe, yeah. that's one thing. Yeah. Yep. But to have well, to walk through it is, yep. is just an Cause there's plenty of like, especially downtown here with the Rocco buildings, they're uh, the Roberts commons apartments. There's all multi-use apartments. Like they have storefronts on the bottom. Then they have one or two accesses to actually get to the apartments. And those are completely separate. Yep. Yeah. So that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was honestly astonished when I saw the project. I know which one you're talking about. Um, yeah. I had to think of like, like, was that my project? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, were they in your section? Not yours. Is that why you? Yeah. <laughs> He's filtering. They must. They <laughs> must have been. Yeah, because I I feel like you were the one that showed me that project. Um, yeah. Now they, I they must it. have been. But I thought yeah. we only had. Oh no, we there was well, there was like four, right? There was but also four. We, we had access to every project. So I, I know I went through and was yeah. looking at projects. Yep. So yep. That could Which was yeah. The really cool thing with Instagram is actually we upload everything to Google Drive. And so yeah. everybody can look at everybody's project, which is actually awesome because I love looking at other people's projects. Because some <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> I know why you're laughing. Yeah, he likes to critique everyone's projects. <laughs> yes. It's fun to I, go yeah, through and critique, I, and it's fun to go through and see, like, the, we have some people that have amazing ideas. And I'm like, wow, like, literally astonished by, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of the work of some of the people. And, yeah, um, some, some of them I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how did they get here? And then some of them I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I've had my projects where I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, you know, I look at the project, I'm like, I don't know if I even thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And then, but, pe- you know, sometimes people would be like, oh, I like it. I'm like, really? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway, I, I think I think the other thing too um, is to have someone who can challenge you in definitely in this your guy, designing. That guy, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And so I like I Tucker and we, I we all work together each other pretty well. I yeah, think. Tucker and I work work on projects together almost exclusively and and Tanner's come over too. It's a little harder for him because he lives in Grand Forks. Yeah. But yep. Um, uh, most of the time, Tucker and I are working together on projects, and I know that I get frustrating for Tucker challenging him <laughs> on, on, you know, why why is it so small, Tucker? Why <laughs> give it just a little bit more? Because space? it doesn't need to be bigger. No. <laughs> That's what- I mean. I would say like the most, the biggest thing that you kind of do for me is sometimes my designs are a little crazy and I want to do something crazy, but then Andrew's like, wait, but how is that going to work? Andrew you know, grounds like, us. Yeah. Pointing something <laughs> out to me. I'm like, you're yeah, just... you're right. I got to change. That. <laughs> the thing is like, Andrew, you do have like the engineering, like mine. And you're just like, okay, let's, yep. let's bring this down to a little bit more practical. Andrew like this is actually technical work. mindset, yep. which is really good for yep. me to have. And it's, that. it's fine. It's fine on some projects to, to go all out and to dream big and to oh definitely yeah but yeah. but 
when you get out into the real world, you're not going to have that opportunity. Very few exactly. architects mm-hmm. have unlimited Only resources. The really big ones. Yeah. Frank Gary, yeah. you know, the Saha, yeah. Saha. And they you know have what's... unlimited. Well, a lot of their really crazy projects, pretty much unlimited funds. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they're just like, do you? <laughs> and the thing is, too, is you know, that's not the only projects they're doing. You know, that's, they're doing the normal projects, too. But oh, the, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, exactly. Like, yep. they're the kind of people that, they're the kind of architect that people yeah. are like. I'd say BRK is like a, little on, a little more on the. Uh, does more of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. BRK does more of the projects that are like, his are extremely functional and actually very well thought through. And so, you know, in that way, they're just a little subtle compared to like Gary. Which yeah. Just doesn't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> Zaha, she's actually done stuff yeah Zaha. anyways um yeah we're getting up there on time it's almost an hour and 10 minutes yeah we could ramble on about things all day that'll give us uh, that'll give us some stuff to like cut out too and yeah definitely yep Yep. and uh yeah but uh thanks for joining us on our first episode Uh, we'll see where this goes and (laughs) if we get some followers that would be awesome but uh for sure we're just here to talk and have fun honestly this is extremely fun for me just sitting here and talking to you guys so. and honestly it this is what studio feels like this actually feels like studio kind of yeah, right bouncing now. off ideas different projects that we've worked on and stuff yep any closing sure. remarks for you andrew i've missed our aimless conversations <laughs> yeah yeah i know this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> um i have a request that i am uh in on the discords when you guys work on your projects so I have someone to bounce it off of as well. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we've done it yet this year because our projects are different. Right. Yeah, it's true. I, I think only one time that we sat on Discord and uh, talked while we were working on our project, but I, we didn't hardly ever say anything because <laughs> right. projects, it's still, it's, projects are so different. Yeah, yep, true. exactly. Yeah. Locavore. That's when we'll do it. Yep. Local board. Anyways, well, yeah, obviously because we're in the same group, so. <laughs> sure. Well, all yeah. right. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Thank you. We'll see you, everybody, soon. Soon. <laughs>